If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to On Deck. Episode 19, Lloyd and I have been talking about the Steam Deck <laughs> for a really long time mm-hmm. at this point. And Lloyd, you got something to tell people? Yeah, I, I, got, uh, I got a brand new uh, Steam Deck. Uh, oh, crap, it's missing. My kids stole it. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> finally, my Steam Deck came in. I got my, I got my email uh, on Monday. Um, bright and early like uh, 11 30 my time uh, so usually um, the emails would start going out at around noon my time but for the last couple of weeks it seems like they were starting it earlier and earlier so I was just about to go um, to go into a meeting from 10 30 to 11 30 at work uh, and then I was going to start lunch right at 11 30 because I had a bunch of meetings in the afternoon uh, I finished my meeting I closed down all my software I open up my email and the first one at the top is uh click here to can to finalize your purchase and i'm like oh my god this is the best day ever went in <laughs> paid for it uh got got the shipping notification a couple days later and then i got the we're on time email and i got the we're, we're delayed email and then it came in on friday anyway and i've just been um i've been neck deep in uh, steam deck since uh, getting into my house and i know we've talked about this everyone's like yeah we know the steam deck is good just to shut up guys but this is the first time i've ever touched it and I can't help but um, take my hype and like just unfairly project it on every other content creator there. And it's just like they're excited. <laughs> so I should be excited. And, and and then they're more excited. Not that there's like this feedback loop because I'm watching a YouTube video. I understand that. But it was just like this weird thing where I every piece of content I would see, I'd get more and more hyped. And then when I open the box, I'm like, OK, is this going to be good or is this going to suck? Or, or like are my sales going to be deflated? powered it back on or powered it on rather for the first time, did the software update, did all that stuff, uh, jumped in, played my first game, which had to be Skyrim. I had to wait for Skyrim to download so it could be my number oh, one man to, to be my number one game on the deck. And dude, it is freaking amazing. I love this little piece of hardware. Uh, I could not be more wrong that I would be underwhelmed because of all the hype. Uh, I, I am whelmed. I am very whelmed. I'm extra whelmed uh, after <laughs> using the uh, the Steam Deck for a couple days. So anyway, that's that's enough of my uh, my monologue preamble. But I've been waiting a long time to say that I am now playing games on deck and I am a very happy person after uh, being able to do that's, that right now. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so happy that like we both now have one. So now we can both talk about it. The one that I ordered, I still no email. I'm thinking mine will be probably in June. Right. Uh, but, you know, I do have the review unit that, that Valve sent over. Uh, and I, I'm just excited that now we can both talk about our experiences with right. this thing. Uh, if you did not know, we do rec- uh, this. This is on a YouTube channel as well as uh, every podcatcher out there. So if you want to listen to the show, subscribe to it in your favorite podcatcher. Or if you want to watch us over on YouTube, then you can head on over to youtube.com slash nerdnest. Big thank you to our supporters uh, who are going to put on the screen here someplace. You guys are awesome. We really do appreciate it. And as a thank you to everybody who's here early sometime during the show, I'm going to put a uh, code on the screen so you can get it. And 
get a free game on Steam. Uh, let's jump in first with comments from our last episode. I had um, somebody, uh, Athen Immortal, asked, what's your opinion on a verified game that doesn't respect the frames per second limiter and doesn't have V-Sync itself? I feel like respecting the FPS limiter should be a requirement. And then they say super hot uh, mind control delete. I'm assuming that they're saying that that's one that does yeah. that. Uh, Lloyd, what do you think about this? Do you think that like Valve has this built-in frame rate limiter, and there's more to talk about there in a little bit. For sure. Um, where you can say, all right, well, I know that I can't get a stable 60 frames per second on this game, so I'm going to set it to hold on to 30 frames per second mm. and play that way. Should they have? Should the game have to be able to use that setting in order for it to be verified and get that pretty little green check mark? Yeah, see, that's a really good question. Um, I, I tried to duplicate that um, a little bit, um, just playing some, I, I, I've loaded and offloaded and download, like my internet provider must be super happy with all the content. <laughs> uh, not that I pay extra for my, for my, um, for my um, service when I use more, but I've been downloading so many games just to play for 30 seconds and then delete and download other ones. I haven't really been able to find any games that didn't respect the 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 hard uh, frame rate limiter that you do with the uh, laying down snowman three dot button on your on your Steam Deck. Um, I I don't think that pun- punishing those developers for not respecting it um, is a good move because you want to have uh, Valve wants to have more games that have the green check mark because the game is fully playable. You just can't uh, customize the the power level as much as you would want. Hopefully, a lot of this stuff will just take care of itself in time. Whether Valve has new ways to force a game to run at whatever resolution, whether it's um, through other things that we're going to be talking about in news that Valve is doing with the refresh rate and things like that. Maybe there's going to be other hardware ways or software ways to do this. Um, but yeah, it is it is a little bit annoying. I can understand that. Like if you wanted to play um, Super Hot Mind Control Delete. And you noticed I, I I haven't run it, so I don't know what the battery life is. But say if you fired it up and it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to get an hour and 45 minutes on a full charge. This is crazy. And then you go into the settings and turn down all of the the, the power usage settings. So you, you 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 lower your resolution in the game. You put on FSR. You do all this other stuff. But then you also do the hardware frame rate limiter just to say battery life. And it's not working 100 percent. Why uh, get why that would be annoying to you? Um, but like I said, hopefully in time, a lot more of that stuff will be uh, fixed just from Valve doing the wizardry that they've been doing for the last six weeks, making things run that shouldn't run. Um, it's been uh, quite amazing to see how the OS has evolved from when I saw the first videos to now. So hopefully in time, they'll be able to do some more stuff there. Yeah, and, and I, I do agree with you. It it seems like, well, I mean, you're punishing these developers for something that's really kind of outside of their control because they made this game before the Steam Deck were was invented. But then again, those developers, like, they're not applying for verified. Valve's just going through and saying, this is verified and that's not verified. I do think that... As time goes on, you will see a lot more, not documentation from the developers and not necessarily documentation from Valve, but you'll see a lot of threads when it comes to, like you go into a game and it says that it's verified, I bet you that there will be like a a, a comment section somewhere that will say, by the way, this doesn't respect the frame rate limiter 
Although I don't know if that's necessarily going to be an issue when we get to the news later on. So that it's definitely a good question. And I, I don't know how I feel about it. So yeah, very interesting. Um, although I will say this, um, now that I have the built-in frame limiter, I always go in and turn off V-Sync on every single game that I play. If that's, uh, if that's an option, right? Because that lowers the input latency, I guess, when you're playing, uh, they also sent in another question. We were talking about, how Valve could um, uh, what's, incentivize developers to uh, make sure that they have like a, a, a bespoke Steam Deck profile when they are playing their, uh, or not playing their games, when they're designing their games. So you go into the se- the settings and you could say, oh, this is a Steam Deck. I'm going to use the Steam Deck settings. Um, and Athen also replied there. They said, I wonder if one incentive that Valve could offer devs would be priority testing. Like if you've done a Steam Deck graphic option and the Steam Deck control schemes, you get test for verified before everybody else. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that that is a fantastic idea. Um, just kind of um, taking both of these questions and kind of mushing them all together. One one way that Valve could combat some of this, like what you said, Bill, with um, like user mods or, or user community settings would be to go back to using Steam Workshop, have an actual Steam Workshop um, icon in the game detail page that says, Hey, uh, here's a custom, um, text size setting. If you want bigger fonts, download this mod, or if you want, um, if you want this, download this mod and, and bundle it all together through steam workshop, which I haven't seen on my deck yet. I haven't seen that icon at all in the deck. And I know it could be in a weird place. Like the first game, one of the first games I played didn't have achievements. And I'm like going through the UI, trying to figure out where the achievements are. And I'm like, I guess did you find them because I couldn't find them. There was there was none for that particular game, but other games they show up on the the game profile if you've unlocked an achievement and and things like that. Like it's it's the UI still needs a little bit of work to kind of put things in the logical place where you'd expect it to be. Um, So so hopefully in time, a lot of that stuff will clear up. But yeah, if Valve can surface things through uh, another another menu item or um, like what Ethan said or um, or Athen said, um, have the developer submits specific deck specific settings, which would then bump them up in the queue to get um, that little verified check mark. I think that would be good. Uh, it, you'd be rewarding developers that are doing the extra work, uh, but then you wouldn't be punishing the developers that left right. let their game out before the Steam Deck was a thing and now mm-hmm. don't want to get punished for not doing something before they knew they had to do it. Although I will say, um, having a, a, a you know a separate Steam Deck like graphical settings or something. That's all well and good, mm-hmm. but um, like Cyberpunk 2077, have you installed that, Lloyd? I have not yet. That's one of the games okay, I so have not. They have a a setting in there, like it just says Steam Deck, and I was like, okay, perfect. That's exactly what I want. I turned it on. I was getting like 15 frames per second or something like It was really, really terrible, and oh. so I just went in and I adjusted my own settings, and I was able to get like 30 frames, 40 frames per second or so. Um, it was much better experience and like, I don't, I feel like they just made a new profile, called it steam deck and cranked everything up to be the prettiest it could be without even thinking about battery life or frame rate. And right. That was, that's not cool. That, that is very, very not cool. Right. Yeah. That, that's not cool. I ran, we'll, we'll get into that when I talk a little bit about the games that I've been playing, some of the issues that I've run into with um, like steam profile stuff, uh, but we can get into that in a little bit. 
Well, yeah, let's jump into what have you been playing? You, I mean, you've got a whole list here. So, yeah. what have you been playing on, on deck since you got yours, what, on Friday? Friday. I'm going to go very quickly. I'm going to spend very little time on each of these games. Um, so, I played Skyrim first, uh, jumped right into the game. Um, I was a little confused that I couldn't edit my graphic settings, uh, but that's because when you first start the game, it pops up a little Windows icon or, or a little Windows window uh, that you go in and you say, okay, I'm going to be. 1280 by 800 and i want my settings to be medium uh and then is this the 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 normal edition or the enhanced edition the enhanced edition the special okay. edition stuff um so i went through all that and then i couldn't find it again the other the other uh like after the game was running i couldn't get in to change that stuff not a big deal but it was just like okay i need to think of this differently like that was kind of my oh okay i need to i need to change the way that i think about some games if i want to change the settings or not just like when you're playing a game on windows sometimes you have that little uh, that little pop-up window, um, and you have to go through that stuff first. Like Cyberpunk pops up that little window first. Um, not every game does that, so that was kind of a good first game. It's like, oh yeah, it's different than using a console. But I jumped in, uh, started a new game, went through the opening sequence, got attacked by a dragon, ran through it, and I'm like, holy crap! I'm playing Skyrim on a handheld, which I've done before on the Switch. So it's not like it's some some like crazy thing that I've never done before. But man, did it ever feel good, even on like kind of the medium graphic settings. So uh, I'm definitely going to go through and play more of that. But my first game had to be Skyrim, even if I was only going to spend five minutes with it. Um, after Skyrim, <laughs> you, you so much restraint because it took how long did it take to download? Well, I was still working. Um, so I started like over my lunch, I started everything, got all my games downloading, and then I left it in another room for like four hours and I didn't touch Smart. it. So I, I would actually go every once in a while just to make sure my screen was still on because I remembered that games won't download if your screen's not on. So worried that my screen would turn off. So I would take 15 minutes, uh, like every, the 15 minute walk around break that your watch always tells you to do. I would actually use that to go check my Steam Deck to make sure that it was still downloading games. And then after my workday was done and I signed off for the day, that's when I jumped into Skyrim. So uh, it took a while to download, but I was doing other things. So it didn't really bother me. If nice, if this came at like 4.30 and I got it right when my workday was done, I don't know what I, what I would have done. I would have probably downloaded the smallest game that I had, like Vampire Survivors, played that. That's the one I did. <laughs> played that, and then that was it. But yeah, um, loading up Skyrim on this device was just so, so good. And I can't wait to dig through it again. Like I, I want to have a hundred percent save on my, on my steam deck. Like that's Skyrim's not going anywhere. It's going to be there all the time. I'm going to jump into it. I'm going to do quest lines, going to do whatever. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time and playing it on my steam deck was really great. But then right after that, I jumped into the aperture desk job, um, free download thing. I know it's not much of a game. It's a tutorial showing you how to use the device. Um, I'm not a big guy with haptics. I'm not a big guy with motion controls. Um, so all that stuff, I don't really care too much about. Um, but the haptic demo in this uh, game where you, you, you're basically sliding your thumb on the little thumb pads and you're controlling these like trackballs on your desk. And when I figured out that if I if I just swiped up on the thing really fast, I could feel the trackball continuing to rumble and roll like mm -hmm. I was playing Golden Tee or one of the other games that I used to play <laughs> back in the day. And I'm like, holy crap, this is really cool. Of course, it's it's haptics. Uh, Nintendo Switch has done that. A lot of other devices have done that. But it's just something different when you're getting this one to one control with uh, a really big, bright screen in front of you and everything just working. I, I was really impressed with Aperture Desk Job. It, it took 15 minutes and I haven't deleted it yet. I'm going to do that to save space because it's a large game for what it is. 
Um, mm-hmm. But what a cool little tech demo um, between that and then the gyro aiming. I actually enjoyed the gyro aiming. I don't like gyro aiming, but the the put your thumb on the thumbstick to enable gyro aiming and take it off if you don't want it is perfect. Um, I, I know you've talked about this uh, at, at like at length in the past, Bill, um, but just feeling it and having it happen in the palm of your hands uh, was pretty darn awesome. So just in the comment section down below, I want to I want you guys to let us know if your team gyro or team <laughs> no row, I guess, is what it would be. So let right. us know if you guys like gyro aiming or not. I, I adore gyro aiming and the Steam Deck made it infinitely better by having the capacitive thumbsticks. Uh, I absolutely love that. Definitely. Um, a couple games I played after that that I had issues with, actually. Um, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe came out. I'd never played Stanley Parable. I've always wanted to go play it because uh, I heard it's a bit of a, of a mind trip and and uh, really funny. So I downloaded that, played it on my Steam Deck, and, and I was noticing weird issues with like graphical problems. And I was just, I thought it was the game. Uh, but then I was like, oh, maybe it's the Steam Deck. And I was going kind of back and forth. It turns out that this game looks like it has some issues running on deck. Uh, when you go into the options menu, um, your cursor um, as to what you're editing is not there. Buttons are black until you go down to them and then you see the text that was supposed to be there. So there's some mm. rendering issues. And there's a part of the game where you're entering a key, uh, like a keypad, um, like a code on a keypad. Well, you have no reticule. So you don't know exactly where you're aiming. You're just kind of hoping uh, that you're aiming in the right place. Uh, maybe it's because you're usually using a mouse and you're clicking on things. I get that. Uh, but this is kind of like the first game that I ran into some issues with that. Um, beat the game because you can beat the game in four minutes if you kind of do what the game tells you to do. It's it's one of those games where if you, if you do things, uh, you can beat the game, but it's not really the true ending. Um, after that, I went into Dusk, which was one of the games that I got from the Boomer Shooter uh, com, um, collection on, on Humble Bundle. Uh, I wanted to play that game since it came out, finally loaded it up. Um, when the game loads, you can't do anything. So the default uh, game uh, control profile doesn't work. None, none of the buttons work. Um, so I had to go in and that was my first dig into kind of like the steam input thing. Do I want to, do I want to set it up fully myself? I went to kind of like the, the steam workshop or whatever to download someone else's. There was one profile that said it's made for the steam controller. And I'm like, that should work. Download that one. No, that didn't work at all. So a lot of these games, I'm still going to have to get in there and tweak things. And that was kind of my first introduction to that. So I kind of played all these things in the right order, just out of blind luck uh, to kind of be like, (laughs) this is cool. Oh, my God, this is really cool. Oh, there's some issues here. Oh, my God, I can't do anything. Um, It was it was kind of a really interesting kind of uh, trip to say, okay, this is really good. This is really good. And then, okay, there's some issues and it's going to need some kind of manual dexterity to kind of tweak things prior to getting in and playing the game. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of games, when you load them up, they will automatically choose a profile that is made for the Steam controller. The issue being that the Steam controller only has one stick and um, doesn't have a D-pad. So a lot of those really are. Like they don't, they just don't work well on the Steam Deck. I mean, they will work if you just ignore the D-pad and the right stick. But right, why would you ignore those <laughs> if you have access to them? You know, so I I always end up just mess either set it to just like if it's just a regular controller game, I will go in and make the Steam Deck pretend to be a regular controller, and then I will turn off the track pads because I only need the track pads for extraneous stuff. 
because it has all of the other stuff. So um, that's generally what I do. And then if it doesn't support like regular controllers, then I go in, you know, I, I get my, those, those goggles that have the little tiny, like my magnifying things on and I go in each little detail and see what I can figure out. Yeah. So really quickly, the last four games that I kind of want to really talk about uh, Nino Kuni two, a game I've wanted to play forever. Uh, I wanted to see how one of these like studio Ghibli kind of uh, RPGs would look on the screen um, with lower resolution, but this is all cell shaded to, to make, make it look like it's old animated um, cartoons uh, jumped into it. And oh my God, the game looks so beautiful. Like this screen shows off the beauty of the engine that, uh, that, that they chose for Nino Kuni two. It, it is so good. I only put about 45 minutes into it. Um, just kind of going through the intro section, um, through the main kind of like starting castle area, uh, to kind of like the, the end of that. Um, it looks so good. And this is kind of when I, I figured out, like, cause I was trying to get FSR running and I'm like, why is it not running? I'm lowering my resolution. It's not running. I realized that um, your full screen mode can impact FSR. I obviously knew that by doing it on my PC, but I've never thought of that um, on the handheld device. So um, I guess the game started and it was um, it was full screen uh borderless window borderless window and fsr okay. wasn't working at all so then i changed it to just full screen and all of a sudden the game cleaned up completely because i had lowered the resolution or or done whatever mm -hmm. i had to do to make it work and i'm like okay so it, it was part of my learning process learning these little tips and tricks little little lego little lego squares uh, that i can then snap together in different ways when i'm kind of making my way through these these problems uh, but uh, nino kuni 2 so beautiful if you want to look at a really beautiful game um this game looks so good when it's running on deck so were you adjusting that stuff so that you could get a stable frame rate or were you adjusting that stuff just to extend battery life um to test um the ability to extend battery life because i think um sure. it was about two hours when i booted into it and then i messed around with some things finally got it working and i got up to um, maybe like three and a half hours but it wasn't a full battery that i had on my mm -hmm. on my deck so that was kind of my uh, let's play around with all these um, battery saving um, settings to kind of see what I could do there. Moved from that into one of the the games that I play the most right now because we we play as a family in my house, four players all the time, and that is Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, ran into n a number of issues with Minecraft Dungeons. Mm. This is the Steam version of it. Uh, when the game would load, um, it would sit there for like a minute and do nothing, and then eventually a login to Xbox um, thing would pop up. Uh, which you could only operate by touching the screen, which was one of the warnings because um, uh, mm -hmm. it's verified, but it has it has some yellow issues. So I knew about that. Uh, it took me like a good five minutes to log into the game in the first place, because every time that it would change one of those screens, it would look like my game would freeze and it would just do mm -hmm. nothing for a while. And then I would like wiggle the controls after about a minute and then things would start working again. Uh, finally logged in. And then I found out that even though uh, most games that I've tried support um, Steam Cloud and they just do all of your save games and everything's just come down. Uh, Minecraft Dungeon doesn't do that. Your character Ouch. is locked to the machine that you're playing it on. Even if you're playing on Steam, if you had two computers side by side, it doesn't copy your your uh, your um, character from one computer to the other computer. Uh, they, for some strange, weird reason, just added cloud save support so you could individually upload and download individual characters. And that was added like last week. So it was like crazy oh, nice. timing. Well, that's 
That's fortuitous, yeah. It was crazy timing. So downloaded that, and I've been playing Minecraft Dungeons on my Steam Deck. Uh, it it tends to make my uh, my fan kick into high gear. Um, one of the one of the games that does that the worst um, in loading and things, uh, which is really weird. Played a lot of that, but having to kind of troubleshoot and diagnose what wasn't working, it, it just turns out that this game just takes a bit to to get going um so again just a, another little bit of information another tool for my for my tool belt to kind of figure out and troubleshoot why these games aren't working uh went from that into a game that i've wanted to play since it um first came out on playstation 4 uh is days gone i picked up the steam version a while back hadn't played it jumped right into it uh, days gone is a huge huge open world rpg um character-based rpg a huge storyline huge world to explore zombies like all the things that would would make a good video game uh but this was like kind of my first uh first attempt at a, a game that has crazy draw distance and seeing what i can do with the in-game settings and the battery saving settings with the with the steam deck to kind of dial in um like four hours like that's kind of what i'm trying to hit when i'm doing all these tests and i through shrinking down the game's resolution putting fsr on um putting the battery battery uh, stuff on limiting the frame rate. That's when I first get in, got into the 40 frames per second stuff that we'll talk when we get into the news, I was able to dial it in and get the performance that I wanted from this really, really big game that was designed for uh, PlayStation four, which was then ported to PC. And from what I understand had some performance issues on a lot of computers. I was able to dial that one in without any problems. So I was pretty happy with myself that I was able to get this working in a way that I wanted. Uh, the game looks beautiful, even with all the things that I had to do, turning down draw distance and, and foliage and, and all that stuff. Game still looks absolutely beautiful. So I was happy uh, to finally get in and play about an hour of Days Gone. All right. And then uh, Rogue Legacy 2. Yeah, that is the final game that I've been playing. And I think it's a bit of a an issue that I picked up the game uh, because I haven't wanted to play anything else. Um, oh, yeah. That game is amazing. <laughs> Rogue Legacy. I loved the original one. Um, it is the the epitome of, OK, just more one more run. OK, just one more mm-hmm. run. Oh, it's four in the morning. Oh, no, I got to get up in two <laughs> hours for work. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2 on the Steam Deck plays amazing, like right out of the gates when you download the game you're getting over five hours of battery life on a full charge, um, even mm-hmm. without changing any of the settings and changing the settings does almost nothing. The game runs so, so well on the deck. It looks beautiful. It plays uh, buttery smooth. I was worried there might be some control um, latency because I've heard people uh, complain about other games that are very like Twitch platformers having a little bit of latency unless you dial things in perfectly no latency no no issues no nothing uh the game has running has been running perfectly good and uh i've I, i've slain so many people um i like so many kids have died uh in my pursuit to get deeper and deeper into this game and uh it, it is really good i know you've been playing that as well so what, what are your thoughts on rogue legacy on deck bill uh well so first off the writing is really really good uh there's a lot of humor in it and i really appreciate what i've been uh, like just the the humor behind the conversations that you have with the characters that you interact with um it still has that same art direction from the original but the animations that are in the game are so much better than in the first one Uh, it's just really really pretty and i also really like that it tends to zoom out when you get to um 
uh, big, big, big rooms, yep. like the camera will zoom out a little bit, which is really, really nice. Um, the combat is fantastic. I absolutely love the chef. Um, <laughs> yeah. He is so fun. When a projectile comes towards you, you can bat it away with your um, with your pot or pan or whatever. Right. And then your next hit after you've done that is a crit, which is awesome. And yep. if you can get like away from the enemies for a second, you can like cook yourself a little soup and then <laughs> restore some health and mana that way. Yep. It's just all of the different characters play incredibly well and it's super fun. And I can see myself dump, dumping a stupid amount of hours into rogue legacy too. I wasn't even going to get it because I will, we'll talk about it later. There's a, there's a sale coming up for rogue roguelike games. And I was like, Oh, maybe it'll be on sale then. And then I looked and it's on sale now it's on <laughs> yeah. sale until the ninth for 20 bucks right now. I think it's normally uh, 24. So you're getting like five bucks off. Yep. Um, if you haven't play, played it, pick it up. Uh, if you don't have your steam deck yet, pick it up anyway, <laughs> because you're going to save some money there. And then when you get your hands on the steam deck, you're going to have an, a, a ridiculously fun time with rogue legacy too. And I, I, I anticipate that I will be talking about this on, um, you know, games with bill as well, because I just gushing for this game that I just picked up yesterday and, um, loving it. Absolutely loving it. I, I told my son about it. I was like, Oh, I know you really like rogue legacy. Rogue legacy two is really good. He's like, yeah, dad, I know I've had it for a while. It's been an early access. And I was like, I forgot it was an early access game. Yeah. He's like, I told you to get it. And you said, no, and you're right. He was right. <laughs> he did tell me to get it. And I was like, I'll wait until it's out of early access. I'm glad I waited. But mm -hmm. it's fantastic. It, it really um, is. It really, really is. I, I think the the developers have stolen, uh, not in a bad way, um, the way that Celeste worked. Because the original Rogue Legacy was a great game, but you didn't seem to have the control over your character as you do in Rogue Legacy 2. They, they took a lot of the kind of like being able to jump even though your feet aren't on a platform. If you just rolled off a platform or, or walked off a platform, making things like that. And um, the whole game has a, a difficulty editor so if things oh, are yeah are too hard for you you go into what they call house rules and you can lower the damage that enemies do lower their health um all that fun stuff which is very much like celeste you can even turn on flying mode where you can toggle a flying mode if you just can't do platforming you turn on a flying mode very similar to what celeste did i love games that are doing this uh, allowing uh, gamers of all um skill levels to be able to get in and have fun and play your game so kudos to the developers of um of rogue legacy 2 i know it's been on early access for like two years so it's not like they've just thrown this out there but man the the 1.0 release came out at the exact same day that i got my steam deck and it is fantastic it is uh, i've also been playing path of exile it just got like one of the one of the reasons I hadn't played it on deck before was because it didn't have a, a good ui for playing when you're playing a game that is a UI designed for mouse and keyboard and you're playing it with controller, uh, you can, but there's a lot of things where you're, you, you have a lot, you gotta, you gotta shuffle off one part of your brain to remember how things work as you're playing. Uh, well, they just redesigned their UI. So it's controller friendly. If you turn that on and it's really fantastic, it's a free to play game. So if you've got a steam deck and you want to check it out, you should, well, if you've got, a device that you can play it on. You should check it out. It's a really, really good Diablo two style, um, uh, action RPG. 
And uh, the monetization model that they use is just, you know, cosmetic nonsense and nobody has to do that. Or I do think you have to pay for respects, um, which is problematic, but they they always I, I end up just starting a new character anyway, which is probably not the right way to go about things. But I haven't paid any money to play that game and I've been playing it a bunch. So uh, so there you go. And then I've been playing Doom 2016 arcade mode. I I actually started playing that only because I wanted to check out the refresh rate limiter. So I, f- I think, why don't we jump into the news and we'll come back to Doom 2016 yep. in a little bit. Um, so, man, Valve has been just dropping update after update after update, and it is really nuts how fast they are updating the Steam Deck. So first off, uh, last week... We had um, this new update where one of the first things that Lloyd asked me is like, what would you change about the Steam Deck? And I said, I want to be able to lock it so that people can't use it when they pick it up. And Valve, like that was two months ago. Mm -hmm. And Valve has already added that feature. So let's go through these patch notes as fast as we can. Uh, Client update added a lock screen feature. Um, That's huge. Absolutely huge. You yeah. can now lock your stuff. In. My, my one complaint is that the triggers and the buttons input different numbers, opposite numbers, than on Xbox. Okay. So if you want to use like the same code on your Xbox as you do on your Steam Deck, right. like to log in, it's a it's either memorize the button combinations or memorize the number that you can't use the same muscle memory for both and have it be the same number does that make sense lloyd 100 percent makes uh makes sense and man that would be super annoying you wanted to have one two three four which is up right trigger whatever but now you do that and it's putting in seven eight nine ten or seven eight nine zero yeah i could see where that would be really really annoying that needs to be a universal across all video game platforms that that do that kind of verification. It just needs to be like that is so frustrating because I just kept putting in the code wrong. And now I have to make a decision. Do I want to remember the muscle memory or do I want to remember the code? Because right. I can't do both. Uh, <laughs> and it's really frustrating. Uh, but but it's awesome that they did it. They this this is the thing. I made a video about this, uh, about this this particular update because it was a big deal. Uh, and then they said updated achievements page design, making it, making it faster to load and easier to navigate. So when I was making that video, there's probably I don't know 15 minutes of just my camera <laughs> was pointed at a desk and I'm sitting back on my couch looking around. Where is this stupid achievement thing? I could not find it anywhere. So I just cut that out of the <laughs> out of the video because I couldn't figure it out. The easiest way to find it, uh, I found, is if you go, you hit the three dots and you go all the way to the top to your notifications, it'll show, it'll show the last achievement you unlocked unless you've updated your OS or something that has cleared your notifications. So I clicked on the thing there. Also, you're, I was getting spam notifications about you have three new items in your inventory and it would spam that constantly. So I went into it through notifications and got rid of them that way. And the achievement page actually is really nice. The way that they've uh, made it its own kind of thing. It it shows what you've unlocked, what you have yet to unlock all those great things. But man, 
like this is one of the things that I was trying to find out uh, early on with um, uh, which I can't remember which game doesn't have achievements, but it doesn't really matter. One of the games didn't have achievements and I'm trying to figure it out why this isn't there. And that's exactly what it was, was I was looking in the wrong place. Um, so yeah, once you can find it, it's, it's beautiful. Trust me, Bill. It's, it's the most beautiful <laughs> achievement list that you've ever seen. <laughs> and, and for those of you who've been watching our content for any length of time, you know that Lloyd's kind of an achievement hunter and I, I despise achievements because they pop up on the screen and distract me and get me killed, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Um, they, they took your ad friend button and your pending requests button and they combined them. So now it's one place to go to like manage your friends list, which is really nice. I think that that's awesome. Um, they also fixed a couple of issues. They, um, they added half rate shading as an experimental option under the quick access menu. That's the three snowmans or the, the, the dead snowman dot <laughs> dots button. Um, so I've tried half rate shading in a couple of games mm-hmm. and one of them, I noticed absolutely no change to the visual quality at all. And then there was another, I can't wish, I wish that I had written down what game it was, but there was another one where I turned on half rate shading and it looked absolutely terrible, just garbage. Uh, So I turned it back off Mm -hmm. and I don't know that I, I'm not like, you know how, I don't know how to say this. I don't know that I'm being patient enough with the battery update. So like I turn on half rate shading, which is supposed to basically pick real quick. I'm going to explain what it is. If I get it wrong, somebody will correct me in the comments. I'm sure. Uh, Basically, instead of treating every single pixel the same, they treat the pixels that are more important uh, better. And so those pixels usually in the center of the screen or something will get they'll be prettier than the ones at the edge because honestly, the ones at the edge are not where your eyes tend to be looking anyway. So that allows the game to run better. Now, when I turn it on, I was expecting to see like a battery performance change. I really didn't see much of a change, but then I'm going in and turning it off, turning it on and turning it off and turning it on. And I, I'm probably not testing it properly i'm looking forward to seeing a uh digital foundry video about, about half rate shading yeah. on the steam deck soon yeah see that that was what i was worried with uh the stanley parable was causing my issues because i've seen um people talking on the discord or uh reddit uh, about some games having issues with F- uh, with uh, half rate uh, shading and they're saying yeah like it, it corrupts my graphics like there's some issues and i've noticed something in uh, when I was playing Rogue Legacy, I had it enabled because I was playing around with it. And I noticed that um, sometimes near the edge of the screen, it would get kind of like green. Almost it looked like my video card, uh, like my VRAM in my in my video card was going bad. Like because I've seen that happen on PCs before. That's not what it was. It just something was happening near the outskirts. Turned, F, mm. uh, turned that variable rate shading off and I never noticed that again. So, yeah, definitely it's it's there as experimental um, it is very experimental. So your mileage may vary when you're messing around with that stuff. I don't think there's anything else in that update that I wanted to talk about. Anything that you wanted to hit for that particular update? No, uh, I, just the fact that they added the lock screen um, just before I got my system, which was which is always great. I, I love that to be able to play with the new um, the new features without having to wait because um, I'm used to say like stadia um they roll out changes slowly so 
maybe 20% of the people get it on day one and then a hundred percent get it on day N, whatever that, that day is, this just mm-hmm. comes right out and you, you, you enable your beta firmware. You say, check for check for updates immediately there was something there it installed within five minutes i was using the beta um which is just really ridiculous how how quick and easy it is to use everything on the steam deck yeah and you can easily go back and forth between stable and beta you just go into your settings you 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 pick either beta or stable you hit apply it then reboots the steam deck and you're on the different channel and it, it like it works basically the same way that steam does on my computer where I, uh, I always used to be on the stable or on the beta channel, but I got tired of every time that I started my computer or, or uh, started steam. It was like, there's an update. And so I was like, <laughs> good God, I, I've had enough of that. So I went back to the stable channel, right? But now there's a really good reason, a really good reason to be on the beta channel for steam deck. And that is the uh, refresh rate limiter i made a video about that so make sure that you check out it does a complete explanation of what it does and this is absolutely huge i said that we'd get back to doom 2016 uh, arcade mode this is why i was playing doom 2016 arcade mode uh so basically what happened is valve has given us a way to open up the quick access menu go from a 60 uh, 60 hertz refresh rate of our screen and switch that to a, well, any number between 60 and 40, which is kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> but you can set it to 60, any number between 60 and 40, and whatever you set it at, that will be the refresh rate of the screen. And then you limit your frame rate of your game to that same number. You get ridiculously smooth gameplay. I, I It's absolutely gorgeous. And I've been playing... Uh, Doom 2016 at 40 hertz with a rock solid 40 hertz stable frame rate. And the the frame times are incredibly predictable, which means that it feels so smooth. And I got to say, I'm sure that you guys have probably heard me say this before. I'm not the person to ask about frame rate and stuff because I guess I, I have a pretty the word i'm looking for i'm not good at detecting like i'm not good at noticing real issues right man this is incredibly smooth gameplay and it's going to be a game changer for battery life yeah and for uh stability of games to just be able to say you know what no you're running at 40 hertz and the game is going to run at 40 frames per second and it's going to be great have yep. you been messing around with that at all, Lloyd? I in have. two days. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. I have. Um, one of the replies to the tweet that I saw from um, the, uh, the Twitter account, Deck Ready, was talking about Lego uh, Star Wars, the Skywalker Sega, um, because I, I played that one a little bit as well. Um, that's one of the games I'm going to have on my deck until I 100% it. Um, but I was noticing that um, when I was trying to play on the high settings, which it's a Lego game, it, like high isn't like, it's not like you're playing God of War or the the like Horizon Zero Dawn or anything like that, where high settings really are high settings. Um, I was getting a little bit of like framiness on there, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to come back to it later. Uh, but what this person um, on the reply said is they limited it to 40 frames a second, and they're able to play at 800p with the high preset now without really any issues with frame drops, which is fantastic. Um, what, what I've been playing around with, um, because I saw someone talk about it and I was like, Oh, I got to check this out. Um, I, what game was it? I can't remember which game it was that I was doing it on. I think it was days gone. I limited my screen to 44, um, 44 Hertz 
and then I put my frame rate to 22. So I was able to, to, to have my screen update almost two thirds as much as 60 frames a second, almost, and then limit my game down to under 30 frames a second to 22. Um, and for a game like days gone, where you're sweeping the camera back and forth, that is a little bit, um, a little bit annoying to, to see that 22 frames a second thing, but there's a lot of games where you're not doing that. And I noticed uh, like substantial uh, reduction in, in battery, like the, the number of Watts um, shown in your, your game scope went down by like three or four Watts or whatever, when I was messing around with it. And I didn't, I didn't write down what my settings were before and what they were after. So don't take this like as a scientific example, but just messing around um, with, a couple sliders and all of a sudden I'm getting more frames per second or sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting um, the frame more pacing, hours. the frame. Yeah. More hours on battery and the frame pacing is better. So the game doesn't look as, as stuttery as it looked before. Mm-hmm. Um, just amazing. And, and the fact that you can just take a slider and one frame a second, uh, adjust your refresh rate of your screen is pretty crazy. And your screen does go black for a second and then pop back up. But it, it this is going to be good. Like, Valve is giving us all these tools to um, scrape every single watt out of our battery that we can to extend the battery life of the system. And I, I'm going to see I could see myself using this all the time, switching my, my refresh rate and and the frames per second limiter all the time. If I want to get like an extra 45 minutes out of my my battery because I can't charge it yet. Um this is like months after launch. Um, it, it, even more so, this isn't even a big global launch because you have to wait in a big line to get your yeah. Steam Deck. And they're making all these huge sweeping changes to the way the OS works. Um, I, we, we've said it enough. I've said it enough on the show. I'm super impressed with what Valve is doing. But just little updates like this. Just, oh, by the way, we thought you'd want to limit your screen to 40 frames a second. You know, here you go. Play around with it. Um, it's just so refreshing to see from a from a big manufacturer like valve because uh, you don't get that on sony xbox and 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 nintendo platforms valve is treating this like an open source project which is just so fantastic game scope needs to be everywhere like mm-hmm. it is so useful yep. for figuring things out about your like when i so i'm playing on a computer and I go into the settings of a game and I adjust some things and I go back into the game and I'm like, I don't really know if I can tell a difference between <laughs> what I just did. Did I change anything? Right. But on game scope, I can, I can, un, I can uncap my frame rate, which that was a change that they also made. Uh, I can uncap my frame rate, see how many frames I'm getting lower my TDP uh, how much basically how much battery that the game is allowed to use. I can lower the TDP until I get to the desired frame rate mm-hmm. and then recap the frame rate there. And I'm extending my battery. I'm getting a smoother experience and it's better uh, in every possible way. Right. This is a huge thing and it makes this device so impressive. And I just, like I said earlier, I can't wait to see, the ways that digital foundry, cause those guys have all the tools and the know-how to really analyze this stuff. Right. I can't wait to see how they um, use game scope with the new 40 Hertz thing and the half uh, half rate shading in order to really dial in the games uh, and, and get them running 
even better than they already do on deck, which is really impressive. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see there. There must be a reason why it isn't um, dropped down to 30. Um, so you could limit your refresh rate of your screen to 30 so that you could lock it 30 frames a second screen updating 30 frames a second. Um, there must be some sort of technical reason why they're not able to do that. Maybe it has to do with the way that the screen blacks out when you're changing it. Maybe below 40, there's some issues with um, the firmware on the screen. Maybe they need some some more work to get that um, working. But if they can get that, so you can limit your screen um, refresh rate to 30 frames a second. You can hard limit your your frames per second to 30 frames a second. You're going to take a game that was getting like under two hours of battery life and immediately get like a big boost to the to the battery. So you can maybe go two and a half, three hours um, just by making that small change. And and I get not everybody likes to play not at 60 frames a second, but this is a portable device and there are some some caveats. And one of those caveats is if you want more battery life, you got to start dialing things down. Um, but they make it super easy to do. So uh, good, good job valve on that. Yeah. And honestly, like going like when I was playing Doom 2016, like I expected to want to boost it back up to 60 frames per second in order to get smoother gameplay. Yeah. But as I was playing at 40 frames per second, I was like, this is fine. Like, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and like, I, there's a reason that like 120 hertz monitors, like 40, 40 frames per second is divisible by 120. So like when you are looking at that kind of thing, 40 is like this sweet spot. And somebody had left a comment on one of my videos that I had posted this week. I can't remember exactly what they said, but they said something about going from 30 frames per second to 40 frames per No, going from... I can't remember exactly how they said it, but it was something along the frame timing is much more important than the frame rate yep. because you end up with an increase of oh i remember how they said it now going from 30 frames per second to 40 frames per second is an eight millisecond improvement in uh frame time right going from 60 hertz to 120 hertz is a an eight millisecond improvement in frame time so essentially it's not the same thing but it feels similar in the amount of improvement that you're getting out of changing that that refresh rate which is something that i don't know maybe they're full of beans and you can let me know in the comments section down <laughs> below if they are yeah but when i was playing doom 2016 an incredibly fast-paced first person shooter at 40 hertz on a 40 uh or 40 frames per second on a 40 hertz screen mm -hmm. it felt perfect yeah, the, it it's it's going to be huge, and yeah, like you said, uh, I'm I'm more of a frame rate guy these days um, because uh, it, it's more so the it's bad frame pacing that I have issues with. So if I'm rotating around my character in a 30 frame per second um, game, and when you get to behind you stuff that hasn't loaded in yet, uh, and then it pauses for like a half second while that stuff starts streaming in, I notice that more than just the 30 frames a second. So. If 40 frames is smoother, it, it looks better than 30 frames a second to your eye because it's it's a third more frames that are that are coming every second. Um, I could see myself just locking my screen at 40 and leaving it at 40 locked frame frame rate and locked um, uh, frame rate limit um, and just having my games perform better. I'm not going to notice 60 frames a second on such a small device unless the frame pacing is bad. And Valve basically just threw out a free patch that is increasing battery life across the board should people um, enable this. Um, pretty huge. Uh, I, 
yeah, I just really love seeing this stuff uh, come out of Valve, uh, come out of their uh, their 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 software development stuff, um, and just making a huge change to this hardware that hasn't even been out for ha- like half a year. It's kind of kind of ridiculous. Well, okay, let's let's move on and talk about the fan. Um, so you, I've had a lot of people ask me what I think about the fan. I have pretty bad hearing issues. Uh, and because of that, I really don't notice the fan all that much. And plus a lot of times I will have my headphones in and these are noise canceling headphones. So I don't hear the fan. Um, you don't have the same hearing issues that I do Lloyd. How's the fan been for you? Although I think you got yours after, let's see, April 27th. Yeah. You got yours after there was a beta patch notes that, that updated the, fan curve <laughs> right yeah so, there's no before and after for you how's the fan sound to you i guess um i was really worried that i'd have one of the squeaking fans because that's one of the big things that i saw on reddit where it was like oh my fan squeaks tell me exactly where to put this tape on my fan um and it's just like oh god no you don't want, you don't want to do that that sounds yeah, I'm like i'm not doing any of that that sounds of like a very bad thing uh and then valve came out and said yeah don't do that um you're 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 impacting the uh the airflow so d- don't do that um i've heard my fan squeak a couple times and i don't know whether that is just the fact that it's a fan that is spinning maybe maybe i moved it off axis you know you get kind of like that gyroscope thing where oh yeah when you move off axis you feel a little bit of pressure and it's such a uh like a an easy to move device there 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 might be a little bit of squeaking there when you move kind of off axis um i gotta say i i don't notice any issues but it is very loud like when i'm playing at night like i tried playing in bed last night while kara's watching tv my wife and she's just like, okay, um, I thought I'd be worried about the clicking, uh, clicking buttons, not worried about the clicking buttons, but that fan <laughs> is loud. Uh, and I'm like, really? good news. I got bad news. I, I, had headphones, I had headphones on, so I didn't even notice just like you. So yeah, uh, I'm thankful that my, I don't seem to have one of the squeaking fans, but yeah, when it, when it cu- cuts into high speed, uh, it sounds like my PC in the basement when, uh, when I reboot and all the fans turn up to hundred percent and it sounds like a small plane taking off. Uh, that's kind of what the the Steam Deck does <laughs> when it's a quiet house at night and you're trying to watch TV quietly. Uh, it, it is distracting. Okay, so again, I don't have any good before and after things to say because I don't. I, my hearing is terrible, and Lloyd only had his for after. Let us know in the comments section down below if you have had if the update has changed how your fan sounds to you. I saw a lot of people on Reddit. They were very, very happy about uh, the 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 response curve. Is that? Yeah, the fan curve uh, that they updated, and um, you know, there also there was a tweet from iFixit, who are the ones who are providing. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're providing parts, replacement parts for your Steam Deck. Uh, they said it depends on what we get, but we're obviously going to try and avoid getting fans that are going to be squeaky. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know how it's going for you guys in the comments. Definitely. All right. Late spring is coming. Late spring is when Valve had said that they are going to be shipping their US or not USB, their um, their dock, the docking station, as people call it, which dock is short for docking station. So I'm going to continue to call it the dock. Sure. I had a lot of people in comments telling me, don't call it that. Uh, that's what I'm calling it. Anyway, um, <laughs> When they first unveiled the Steam Deck and they said, oh, and there's a dock too. And they showed like a little blueprint and it showed on there. There was one USB 3.1 port, 
one and two USB 2.0 ports. Well, that graphic on the website has been updated. And now it just shows three USB 3.1 ports. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Lloyd? Uh, yeah, that's uh, there's a good chance that they would have been three uh, 3.0 anyway, um, or whatever uh, 3.1 rather. Um, I what I think this is if I. If I had to guess why this change has happened, I, I don't think it's because Valve found an issue with uh, including two USB 2 ports and one USB 3 port. Uh, w- I've seen some changes in other Kickstarters and other products where they just can't get components. And there's a particular um, USB-C hub that the Genki people were using for the covert dock, the little mini dock for the Nintendo Switch. They couldn't find oh. that one component anymore. So they released a mini one, which is even smaller, and it only has one USB port because then they don't have to put that um, that USB-C hub component into it. Maybe it's just something where Valve found that they, they, they couldn't get the one part that they initially had scoped out. So they changed this other thing, and the side benefit is now it's three USB 3.1. Um, maybe that's not it. That's what I, I like to think happened. Um, the, the side benefit of this is now you can plug your power into pretty much any port. You can plug your USB drives into any port. You're going to get fast transfer speeds wherever they are. One less thing to worry about. And um, I just want to be able to throw my money at the screen uh, to get one of these guys because yeah. uh, I didn't think I'd want a dock, Bill. When I when I was first thinking about it, I was just like, this is stupid. No, I'm not going to need a dock. I'm going to be using it handheld only. But I just want, like, even just to have my my system running and put it someplace where I can actually see the screen, like, off to the side, uh, I'm definitely going to be picking up a dock, and uh, hopefully it's going to be this Valve one, because it looks like it'll be the exact thing that I need. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting the, the the Valve one when it comes out. I, I, I will say this. I don't feel the need to... Um, to play on a, on a screen, this thing is so comfortable to use when you're just sitting there on the, you're sitting there on the couch and you're playing the game uh, on this thing. It just feels great. It does. And the one issue that I would see that I've, because I have um, like this, this thing, which I use for my, my iPad so that I can get my iPad on screen so that I can draw things on my iPad for my students to see, uh, like on the screen, the TV behind me when I'm at work and I hook this up to the steam deck. My capture card always like it blows it up to a super high resolution. And the, the issue there is that now everything's really hard to see. And I, like on these the 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 monitors that are in front of me this monitor right here I have no way to change its resolution I cannot change its resolution to be 1080p and this thing runs games at 800p so when I'm boosting it up to a much higher resolution it's going to run the games like crap yep I need like if you 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 before you buy a dock if you want to play your steam deck games like on your tv or something make sure that you can change the resolution of your tv because not all screens will allow you to change the resolution and that's a very very important thing because if the resolution is really high then the game is going you're going to have to change the resolution of the game and it's i don't know it's it's kind of wonky it's not as simple as just taking your nintendo switch sliding sliding (laughs) it into the dock and then it comes up on the screen and everything's like like nice and easy transition right there's definitely some speed bumps uh some friction when you're when you're setting that up 
Yeah, th- that's one thing that I've never uh, that I haven't tried yet um, since I got my my Steam Deck. I haven't hooked it up to my capture card. My PC that I'm on right now is very fragile. It's it's like if I move the mouse the wrong way, I blue screen like I have a new machine on order. Hopefully um, I'll be able to repair that and do more things. Uh, but I haven't hooked it up to my capture card because I don't want to touch any cables. I don't want to do anything on my PC that might screw it up for the next couple of weeks until mine arrives. But I also haven't put emulators on my Steam Deck, the one thing that I was the most excited for the deck. Um, so hopefully I'll get into more of those kind of techie things or in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, I have like five different capture devices and different cables and all these other things that I can test out. Um, but I still think I'm going to want a dock at the end of the day. I, I think the dock is definitely something I'll be picking up. All right. Uh, we've already been going for an hour, so we're probably going to need to wrap this up. Um Two stories that we're going to talk about on the next episode. Well, one story that we're going to talk about on the next episode is, is ray tracing possible on Steam Deck? Which if you had told me like a month ago, hey, Bill, you're going to be talking about the, the answer is going to surprise you. Um, <laughs> it, uh, if you had said that to me a month ago, I would have been like, there's no way. Well, there is a way. We'll talk about that on the next episode. Uh, real quick before we get out of here. There's a bunch of really good deals that are going on on deck right now. There's the Going Rogue deal, which is, it's not here yet, but it's coming soon. It begins on May 2nd, which is tomorrow. Actually, by the time you watch this, it will be going uh, 10 a.m. Pacific through May 9th, 10 a.m. Pacific. If you like roguelike games, first off, go pick up Rogue Legacy 2. It's awesome. Um, And that's on sale through May 9th as well. Uh, but there's going to be a bunch of other rogue roguelike games that are going to be on sale uh, during that time. And there's going to be a bunch of demos as well. Like there's Steam has this thing called festivals or something where they had a bunch of indie demos that you were able to download. Uh, I think it was called Next Fest. Uh, that was like three weeks ago. And now they have like the Festival of Persistence, the Going Rogue. Um, so that there's you're going to see a bunch of sales you're going to see a bunch of demos so keep an eye out there and if you find one that's really really awesome let us know in the comments comment section down below maybe we'll check it out and be able to talk about it um speaking of games that are on sale it is currently golden week which i guess is like a combination of four uh holidays in japan and so a bunch of japanese focused developers are putting a bunch of games on sale including square enix and capcom you can currently pick up monster hunter um what's the one with like pokemon ripoff oh yeah what is that called oh i'm blanking on it right now well it doesn't matter what it is you can pick up a bunch of capcom games on sale and you can also pick up a bunch of square enix games on sale uh, one of them is Dragon Quest XI uh, S, and that has a demo. So if you've got a Steam Deck and you want to try it out before you actually buy it, um, you can you can download the demo. I downloaded it. Uh, I've been playing the, the demo. I already have the game on my PlayStation. I have it on Stadia. I have it on uh, Game Pass through Xbox. I'm probably not going to buy it again, but it's only $25, so <laughs> I might. Like, it's just a perfect game to have on your Steam Deck. Uh, anything jumping out at you from these uh, sales? Also, Koei Tecmo has a sale I, uh, from Golden Week. I am purposefully uh, not looking at any of them because uh, what I was <laughs> noticing before, we were talking about it on the Discord, um, I would open up Steam. I would look at what it's advertising to me and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to wishlist that. And then later on in the day, I'd look at it. Oh, I'm going to wishlist that. 
oh, this is on sale now. I'm going to buy that. And if I, if out of sight, out of mind, if I'm not looking at things, I'm not going to spend any more money. I've bought, since I've got my Steam Deck, I've bought like five games just to try on my Steam Deck. I have a Steam library of hundreds of games. I don't need to buy more games. I am a very <laughs> weak person when it comes to playing video games that I've been wanting to play for a while. So yeah, I'm not clicking those links right now, Bill. I click them once and then I click quickly close the windows because I was going through as you were talking and I'm like, nope, I want to add too many games. I close <laughs> them all down. I'm not going to look at them until maybe after I beat a couple of those things that I've already installed. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we'll try and do the deals on deck uh, every episode. Steam has so many sales. It's almost impossible to to keep up with. Um, let us know if you have picked up anything that's on sale. Like, uh, let us know in those comments uh, for no other reason than for the algorithm. And uh, congratulations to whoever was that first person to grab the code that I put in the middle of the show. Uh, we're going to try and do that from time to time. Lloyd is holding up his Steam Deck. He's got a thumbs up. So happy. Last, final thoughts, Lloyd? I'm so happy. I, I'm I'm so, so happy. This is such a great device. It 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 lives up to the hype. I didn't think it would. Well, I thought it would, but I was get, leaving myself leaving myself that little caveat so that I would feel good if it if it didn't. Valve is changing the way many people are going to be playing PC games. Uh, this is going to be a big device that's going to be talked about 10 years from now. So uh, kudos, Valve. Uh, I'm not just a fanboy, even though I'm fanboying right now. Um, this is a great piece of device or piece of kit. Um, Love it. I can't wait to talk more about it. And uh, yeah, please, uh, please don't hate on me too much for being so incredibly hyped right now. I can't help (laughs) it. I love this thing so much. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it in coming weeks here on on deck. Yeah, especially now that he's had he like he's only had it for a couple of days. So Mm -hmm. I think when 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 I first got mine, um, we had an episode where I had it for less than 24 hours. Uh, and most of that was downloading games. So like I, right now, Lloyd hasn't really had a chance to get comfortable with the ergonomics or the trackpads and stuff. And so yep. next episode, we're we're definitely going to have to have him talk to us about like how he feels about that stuff. So make sure that you sure. subscribe and turn on notifications. And come back next time. All right, Lloyd, tell everybody goodbye. All right. Thanks, everybody, for coming out and putting up with my insufferable hype talk about the Steam Deck. Thanks for checking us out here at nerdnest.tv. We'll see you in a couple weeks.